Hello and welcome back to the Holonet cast with VR Jesse. I am your host, Jesse, and we are going uh, straight into the episode talking about the uh, season one wrap up of the Bad Batch. And let me tell you, I, I have so much to say about this whole season because it it is a really it, it's something amazing. All right. In my opinion, it's really amazing. I really love the show so far and I can't wait for season two. <clears throat> you are new here. Hi, I'm Jesse. I am also known as the Arc Jesse on many of the platforms. Um, if you want to go uh, like my, you know, posts and follow me on Instagram, do so uh, at the Jesse. If you also want to subscribe to my YouTube, it's also the Arc Jesse. If you want to save this podcast on Spotify, um, just do so. Look up the Holonet cast. And so far, I think episode one will be up and you can go um you can go like and save the podcast on spotify you can also watch the uh well listen to the podcast on youtube um yeah that's basically it you know if you you guys like the podcast you know leave a like uh comment down below um topics that you know i could probably talk about uh mostly star wars related I don't really do dive straight straight into like the pull, you know, real life politics or anything like that. You know, I I, I kind of want to steer clear from that. I I still I really I mean I made a clear point in episode one of the podcast that um, Star Wars to me is basically a breakaway uh, from the activist and the stupid mindset of um, activism, where you're trying to cancel something over something so stupid. <clears throat> Um, <clears throat> unwashed, unwhitewashed the Bad Batch uh, Instagram, uh, you suck. Anyway, like, to Star Wars to me is basically a break away from the horrors and the stupidity and the idiocracy of life, and, you know, that's, this is basically my little vacation from life, basically, and every day I kind of, you know, see myself doing that because I just don't like really seeing the idiocracies and the um, stupidity of day-to-day life, um, as in cancel culture, and anyway, I'm I'm going deeper, deeper down, um, I mean, I can, I will make another episode, if you guys want me to, to talk about the stupidity of, um, you know, the activism side of things, you know, it's, like, don't get me wrong, activi- activism in itself is a helpful tool but if you're doing it for something stupid as in the claims that the bad batch is white whitewash or something like that and you're actually making a whole ass instagram account over that and you're also gonna have um uh well not not well kind of wokeish actually yeah kind of wokeish you know views on how the show is and you're not gonna just enjoy the show for what it is which is a tv show for everybody Alright, and don't get me wrong, everybody's gonna hate something, alright, nobody's gonna like everything, I understand that, nobody's gonna like this podcast, no one's gonna like me, alright, I understand that, but like, you, there's no need for such a over, you know, abundance of just shittery, alright, also, uh, side note, Katan Rock sketches, um, if you do, if you would love to come on the podcast and debate with me, about, um, 
the Bad Batch being whitewashed. I would love to have you on. <laughs> uh, just, just want to put that in. Also, the owner of the Unwhitewashed the Bad Batch Instagram account, if you would like to come on the podcast too, I, my DMs are open. Um, if you do, if you would like to debate this, you know, or you just want to have a hissy fit and you want me just to sit there and listen to you having a hissy fit, then be my guest. This platform is open for everybody. I give everybody a First Amendment right. I just put this in uh, writing. I put this in wording on Instagram multiple times. Everybody in my audience has a voice and I will give everybody in my audience a platform um, to voice their opinions, to voice their concerns, voice their um, thoughts, you know, give their compliments, etc. Because, you know, I don't like it when people, you know, censor um, stuff, you know. I mean, there's a key among which, um, hold on. There, there's this one Instagram, um, let me search this up real quick, bear, bear with me, audio and podcast and video listeners, um, I saw this one post uh, from a very well-known, uh, well, a pretty well-known Instagram uh, artist, and let's see here. Uh, the the reason why it really it 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 got to me because it was like, you know, I, a I like giving people you know the platform to voice their opinions on stuff, but. You know, if you want to speak critical and you want to disagree with stuff, I also give you that platform because there, nobody should be silenced. Um, you know, to be honest, nobody should be silenced unless you are being absolutely radical and being absolutely stupid in your wording and your thoughts because it doesn't make any sense to be, um, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to give people a platform, but then have people also abuse the platform by spreading nonsense and all the and all sorts of just um, retardation. All right, so uh, I have found the Instagram account that I was talking about. Uh, this account <clears throat> at Crazy for Clones on Instagram is a really well-known um, you know Instagram account for Star Wars art. Um, and also, you know, other sorts of, you know, art from different genres, etc. And, you know, they're pretty, I, they're pretty cool. You know, I don't get me wrong. They, they make really good art. I like it. Um, but, uh, I saw one of the recent posts, um, editor uh, for the video people, uh, who are watching this, uh, put up, put up what the post looks like and, you know, you guys will see this is a very nice looking post of basically a clone doing what's called the haka and the haka is basically this uh you know warrior dance that the uh, maori do and Timur morrison actually uh, <clears throat> did a very great example of that on the set of the bit of the uh, mandalorian season two um but the the one thing i don't really like you know about how <clears throat> how Instagram accounts like these do is that if you, you know, they make disrespectful comments, um, they will see it as, you know, you know, they'll immediately delete it. Right. So if you, <laughs> so wait, I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. If you have, you send hate or you do anything like that, I mean, that makes sense, you know, delete the comment, blah, blah, blah. But if you have something, you know, 
that might disagree with them. Um, then, well, what? And then they delete it on you? Then, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it makes no sense. Um, but yeah, of course, I, I guess, according to all these uh, comments, um, they really love the thing, and I don't see any, um, you know... I don't see any comment trying to disagree with them because apparently they uh, this account has silenced the opposing side. And don't get me wrong, I love to be respectful to people, but when they're trying to be when they're being stupid, um, <clears throat> on Whitewash the Bad Batch uh, Instagram handle, um, if they're gonna be stupid, you know, th there's no need for it. Anyway, I am. I am getting way off the topic of today's podcast. Um, let's go full circle back to what I was supposed to be talking about today. Um, cause it's about 10 minutes in. We're already, I, we're already talking, we're still talking about podcast episode one. Anyway, so the episode, uh, episode one, no, season one of The Bad Batch has wrapped up. Um, season two is on the way next year. Uh, we have multiple shows also coming this later this year. I think like the Book of Boba Fett. Um, we also got Star Wars Visions coming soon. Uh, there's so much Star Wars coming into the spotlight uh, in these coming uh, you know months and years. It's really amazing to see how uh, the Star Wars universe is actually growing. Um, so basically, I want to stay, state this right off the bat. The Bad Batch Season 1 was an amazing season, but it also had some, um, flaws here and there, just a little bit of flaws here and there, um, chief among which, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm kind of be agreed with this, but I think Sid was kind of overused, um, pardon the little beep noise, that was my watch, and the time on here is two o'clock, uh, I have at least 30 more minutes until I have to go to work. Um, but anyway, so the the only thing I don't really like is that we we saw too much of the the batch doing work for Sid rather than you know having adventures where they would probably you know, learn more about this uh, empire and then you know learn about this rebellion. I mean, I'm pretty sure in season two they're probably gonna actually get more into that and they're gonna learn about more of what Rex is doing. Uh, as well as, you know, Saw Gerrera, and there's probably going to be this whole meetup of, you know, characters, and I know for a fact that I think we're probably also going to find out how uh, Rex got Wolf in Season 2, it's, it's going to be, it's stuff are going to come together in the next season, and I know that for a fact, um, we're probably gonna also going to see another shift in, uh, I think, Season 2, we're going to see shift from uh, Clone Troopers being their Phase 1 armor. We're going to start seeing them shift into their sh uh, Stormtrooper armor. We're going to see those t TK Troopers shift into Stormtrooper armor as well. And I think that's going to be really amazing because uh, in Season, I think, Season 7, at the very end of the Clone Wars finale, we saw, um, we saw a, uh, a scene where the, you know, the Venator crashes... Uh, spoiler, spoilers if you haven't seen it yet, but we saw a scene where the Venator crashes, you know, they're burying the dead, and, um, and then it flashes for, forward, I think, about a couple of years to where Darth Vader and a whole bunch of Imperials come, and they're searching the area, um, 
and they and he comes across uh, Ahsoka's lightsaber and sees I think more well, I forget the owl's name but I forget the owl's name it it's a uh, it's basically the daughter from the Mortis arc and you know we had we we get to see what the snow troopers and the stormtroopers actually look like in the Clone Wars style because the rebel style is all right the rebel style is pretty good but it's more the it looks too much like the Ralph McQuarrie concept art you know and I really do like how um they incorporated you know rebel aspects into the Bad Batch season one uh key among which was uh the TK Trooper uh phase one I guess phase one armor I mean, it's the, I would call it TK Trooper trainee armor, uh, which was basically based off of concept art from Ralph McQuarrie for the Storm, Stormtroopers from A New Hope. Um, another thing I really do like is the constant references to Republic Commandos in the show. Uh, you have, especially, I think, when they're breaking uh, Gregor out of the prison, uh, you got mega vibes from... Republic Commandos. I mean, you even have Commandos. You also have uh, Republic Commandos like Scorch. And yes, I'm going to have a whole bunch of people probably going to be like, oh, that's not Scorch because Scorch has these things on his backpack, blah, blah, blah. And true, yes, true. You know, he doesn't have his demolition pods on his backpack, but why would he need them? I mean, I, I think I heard this from a, another uh, Star Wars creator. It's like, why would he need them if he's stationed on a base instructing, uh, you know, new troops? You know, he's not going to be blowing things up or, you know, destroying things, etc. Like, he's just going to be as an instructor. So he doesn't really need all that, you know. Um, but seriously, like, I do like the vibes, especially like the scene when uh, Hunter wakes up from being blasted by Cad Bane. It really gives off Republic Commando vibes all the way down to like the HUD interface on his helmet is like literally it's like a phase two version of the Republic Commando helmet from the uh from the game Republic Commandos. It's amazing. I right? literally it's just the show was an was an amazing kick of the continuation of Star Wars, the Clone Wars, but seen through the eye of Clone Force ninety nine. Um I also love to see like, I loved seeing the, um, what was it, the different perspective of Order 66, because Order 66, we do get a big feel of what it was, you know, and especially in uh, Episode 3, we get to see, you know, how it was dealt with with different Jedi, and really keyed, like, very well, um, you know, you had people from this planet, and you got this planet, this planet, this planet. It, you felt like it was a whole galaxy-wide thing, especially down to the scene where Yoda just, you know, drops his cane and he grabs at his heart and his head, you know. that It really felt like it was a galaxy-wide thing. But we also kind of missed, you know, a few things, especially when the Clone Wars happened. Like, what happened to Ahsoka during all of this? And what happened to uh, Kanan Jarvis? We also, you know, that same question came up when Kanan uh, was in the um, the Rebel TV show. <clears throat> Basically, I mean, the Bad Batch really fleshed out what the uh, Order 66 was like for Kanan, 
uh, the ending of Clone Wars fleshed it out for Ahsoka. It was great to see another perspective of Order 66, um, but I do also have a couple gripes, though. I mean, <sighs> Commander, Commander Gray, I say Commander because that was what he is. That's what he canonically was. He was red. He had a, a pauldron on his left. No, on his right shoulder. He had like a bandolier. He had a big katan, you know. Or katan. He had a big katana, you know, vibro katana or something like that. Um, he, but, I mean, I kind of felt a bit left down, let down when he appeared in the Bad Batch as Captain Grey. He was green and he had like a pauldron on his right, but he, it was also kind of cool because he doesn't also, he doesn't have like a left, um, shoulder paul, uh, no, left shoulder shell, but it's like the pauldron is like his shoulder shell. I mean, it, it, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's just, I wish, I wish he was red. I wish he was like how he was in the comics and we got to see what Captain Styles would look like in Clone Wars style, you know, it, it it's stuff, it's little nitpicks like that, but don't get me wrong, the show was great, alright, I loved how we kind of knew that Crosshair was going to be the bad guy, because he's more of the sinister type in the group, he's more sinister, he's more critical, you know, he's a lot more calculated than the Batch, you know, and it kind of, we kind of knew it was going to happen, but we just didn't know how, you know, and I really loved how they executed um, the way uh, Crosshair went to the dark side, basically. I would say he went to the dark side, but even though he's not even Force-sensitive, he kind of went to the dark side. He was kind of forced there. He was oh, manipulated by his inhibitor chip, but also his inhibitor chip was taken out, so that he was starting to act more on uh, free will, rather. It it was clearly amazing. I really, I actually really love how the whole arc of uh, Crosshair is being played out. And the arc of Crosshair is really still being played out. It's still being played out. It's We're getting a better understanding of where he's coming from. We're also getting a better understanding of how he's feeling, you know, especially after the finale. Um, he is more conflicted now. He's more conflicted, conflicted on how he feels because he's starting to begin... He's beginning to learn that his brothers do care about him. You know, his brothers do love and care about him. They wish, you know, they'd be with him. But <clears throat> they he's still also conflicted because he wants to be part of the Empire. He sees something with the Empire. But he also kind of wishes he's with his brothers. Um, overall, I mean, if I were to give this pardon, pardon the knuckle crack, um, I was, if I were to give this whole season a rating on, like, the tier list or something like that, with, like, the holiday special being a C tier, the weird, cringy Ewoks thing being, like, a low F tier, and, like, Star Wars The Clone Wars being an S tier god tier, like, I'd put The Bad Batch in, like, a solid B to A tier, like, it, it's in between there. I'd lean more to A because it is a really it's really damn good, but I don't know, it's conflict it's it's kinda competing with Star Wars Rebels in that aspect. Because it's 
the the shows are great, but I also want to. I'm also putting it in a middle ground, mainly because we haven't seen that much of the show yet. Because this is only season one, you know. It might be a multi-season, like probably five-season show for all we know. It could be a three-season show. It could be a two-season show. We just need to know, you know. We just need to like see the actual final, like the very final episode. For me to be like, yes, this could be an S tier. Yes, this could be an A tier. This could be a God tier. This could be a hell of flop. It could go down to D tier for all we know. We just need to see more of this show for me to give a better, accurate uh, representation of what the show is. So, um, with that, I mean, this has been The Ark Jesse. This is basically my comprehensive uh, review on how the show for me went. Um, I know for a fact everybody was all up in arms, you know, trying to do, oh, cancel the Bad Batch because they're all whitewashed and all this bullcrap, you know. Let me get this straight, all right? It's all down to the graphics, all right? You can, the graphics is what is causing everybody to get their panties twisted in a knot, all right? trust me all right because if you saw if you saw in like clone wars season seven all right and you compare that to like clone wars season four you see the big drastic increase in quality right so the bad batch basically takes what the clone wars had at season seven and then amplifies it to more of like a realistic level all right and yes there's gonna be some trade-offs here and there you're gonna have some things look different you're gonna have some things look up a little more paler you're going to have those things look more detailed, more stylized. You're going to have things, you know, you're going to have lighting be shown a little bit different, all right? It, this is all part of filmmaking. Filmmaking is like a trial and error process, all right? You're going to have stuff that might look, might sound good or might look good in your head, but you translate it out and it might also look good there, but it, it might not appeal to everybody, all right? It's a trial and error thing. And this is what the show is basically doing. It's taking, you know, the, the art style of the Clone Wars, but it's making it kind of more realistic, more kind of like a game engine. Kind of like how if you, you know, I don't know, like more recent game engines where it's like it just looks like real life, right? It looks, the, st the style, especially in like the first episode of, of The Bad Batch, it looks real like how the lighting is how the sun is how the um how like the snow is falling all of that it just looks real right but it's done in the clone war style and i love that but it's gonna change right it, it's never really nothing is really gonna stay the really pardon me holy crap nothing's really gonna stay the same right nothing's gonna stay the same nothing's gonna like um you know it's never going to be the same. It stuff is always changing. It's always improving. And, you know, Star Wars has taken a look into the <clears throat> idiotic and really stupid uh, whitewash claims. And it's working its thing out. It's working its thing out. They're all doing their best to see how they can make it a little better. And hopefully in season two, these idiotic and moronic uh, claims will be hushed away for good um i mean <laughs> uh 
I bring this back to this day, all right? I bring this that I bring this uh, question back. Where were you guys in the Clone Wars, all right? Where were you in the Clone Wars? Because this, you guys were, your guys are coming out just now out of the waterwork, all right? You're, you're, you're just now coming out of the woodwork, you know, firing away on your keyboards. Where were you in the Clone Wars? Were you just too much, you know, too young to know? Were you like, were you in your diapers? Were you guys in diapers when you did this? Oh my god, man. <laughs> were you little babies, man? When you're just, oh my god, bro. Anyway, this has been the Arc Jesse. I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, this podcast was a little bit shorter this day. This day. This day. Holy crap. This time. I'm sorry. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. I'm constantly looking over it. If the audio is make you know, looks like or sounds like it's you know, I'm panning from one way to another. I mean, I'm constantly, I'm constantly looking at the time. At the same time, I'm also looking at my um, beautiful cat. He might be having a nightmare right now. I just, I, I don't know. So I'm probably have to go right over after this and comfort him a little bit before I have to go get ready for work. Anyway, guys. Hope you guys enjoy. Leave a comment below what you think of this episode. Um, like the podcast on Inst- on Instagram. I mean, if I really did post this on Instagram, I don't know. Um, like the vid- like the podcast on Spotify. Uh, like the podcast on YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube to me on YouTube. Um, I think follow me on uh, Spotify. Probably, I'm not totally sure. Follow me on Instagram at the arc jesse. Uh, I'll be posting more content there, more troopers. Um, I'm also kind of teaming up now. I'm actually teaming up. I'm now on the crew known as the Dova's Cantina crew. I was just on an episode of their podcast. I was there. I was talking about kind of my own stuff, how you know how I, how I kind of came into things. I will have new. I think a next podcast podcast next podcast episode will be I think more uh, about me. It'll be kind of more of like how, who I am, where I've come from, uh, why, why do I think the way I do? All right. Um, but anyway, guys, I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys have a good day. Don't send any hate to these, uh, to the people that, you know, I might be clowning in this podcast, you know, because it, it doesn't make any sense, you know, be at least respectful, but at least be critical of them. All right. Don't, don't be disrespectful, but also be critical. There's a difference, and, you know, I I might clown them, I might, you know, say stuff, you know, I might say that they may be little babies in their diapers, blah, 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 but at the end of the day, I mean, like, I, I still respect them for what they are, they are artists, they work their ass off to make very good-looking uh, pieces of art, I just think that what they believe in in a mentality type way of their activism is very flawed. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy. Like, subscribe, comment, and as always, may the force be with you.